out there listening and watching right now this is the arsenal fan corner is on the footy week podcast this is episode for the arsenal fan corner episode this season currently we're on the roll obviously same way the arsenal team is on the roll in the premier league um it's a pleasure to be obviously happy to be here you can see the smile on my face i've got two great <laughs> arsenal for building with me i've got a he and i've got yeah, what's up? they are smiling by their smiling but um, yes, <laughs> guys, how are you doing? How does it feel to be back um, on the fan for that episode? So. Uh, well, firstly, I want to say I'm really glad to... I don't know if you can hear me. Firstly, I want to say I'm really glad to be here. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I obviously wanted to join in the first one. And um, this second one, I just had to be here. <laughs> I, don't, I, was, I had something to celebrate about. Um, the game um, against Leicester was okay. one big one. And... It's it's really worth it. It's really worth it. So I just want to come and let us just share one or two things about the game and uh, enjoy it. Let's bat and do it in, in the time. Definitely. Definitely. And he's Man, I'm feeling I'm feeling great. Good time to be an Arsenal fan. As at this time last season, we've considered seven goals. I've not scored <laughs> nothing. But this season we've scored six already, considered yeah. two, though it's still work in progress. But um, little by little, we'll get there. I was so impressed by yesterday's performance because we sniffed the life out of Leicester City. The time they got a game back, they were a goal back, we quickly, you know, doubled it. And it was like, maybe they were just waking us up to our reality because, mm-hmm. you know, in the Premiership, one goal lead is very, very dangerous. We saw that what happened today. Today, earlier, those shitty neighbors playing Chelsea. <laughs> we saw what happened. So it's, it's just, <laughs> I, I was just, so, I was happy. Three points on the board. What more can an Arsenal fan Ooh. want? But there are some things that we saw in that game that needs to be corrected immediately. But I guess we'll talk about that in the course of the program. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it only makes sense to start uh, the review with one man and one man only. Um, at the end of the day, you know, he was asked of the match by the club, um, even EPL, EPL as well, by the end of the, by the, end of the match, he was also the player of the match. I'm talking none other than Gabriel. How would you rate his performance yesterday with the two goals? And um, yeah, well, he was definitely impactful. <laughs> what would you say? Well, for me, um, just like the, the Arsenal and uh, EPL given the um, man of the match, for me also, he was the man of the match. I I so much love his attitude to the game. Right? For long, I've been praying for someone who can actually make use of the ball, who can fight with the ball, uh, who can fight for the ball, who can fight for us up front. And this man, Gabriel Jesus, has just come in and is doing exactly what I want. I, for long, I, I do tell my I, I do tell my friends that I've been waiting for someone who can actually carry the ball. It's one person that is, is doing that 
fighting for every ball, fighting for fighting for every 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 chance. So it, it, it's a good one. It's a good one for us now, and I'm I'm pretty much impressed. For me, I'll just give him a ten. Though, um, yeah, about the two goals he actually missed. Mm, yeah, but then I, I'll give him a ten. Now, for me, it's a ten. Ah, 10 really <laughs> a 10 a, a 10 is a loud one <laughs> you know a, a 10 is a loud one because you know Ateta did say at the end of the day that even Jesus himself was um he was quite critical of himself in the dressing room he knew that he could have scored um should I say four just like he four said goals yeah yeah sure words um yeah he, he did say that you know when you take a look at the quality of this goal currently I mean when I saw the goal in real time, first of all, Gabriel Jesus did not move his head. He raised up after he had taken the shot. And I think that speaks to his awareness on the pitch. And he's what you think about this goal, the quality of this goal. Well, the, the you know, f for me, I saw I saw a tweet and I guess the guy that tweeted that tweet was trying to be cheeky, right? Because it said, um, Indidi, Johnny Evans, Fofona, we're looking down, and all of a sudden they looked up and they said, Hold on, Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that was and, Yeah, yeah. And and for me, yeah, it was, it was, yeah the Lord and Savior. It was it was quality. It had it had quality written all over it. This is what Arsenal Ooh. have lacked in the past two seasons. A striker in that box. That can give us the mm. quality that we need in terms of putting the pressure on the opposition defense and also you know making things happen look at yesterday he made johnny evans look so silly yesterday in the course of the game we saw his game plays game management mm. coming out of the box going into the box his timing were perfect and he had to assist because if you look at our second goal it was his positioning that really made Shaka get the ball while he assisted Shaka mm. because if his positioning wasn't right, the goalkeeper could have. I'm talking about the first goal actually. I mean, the second goal. That's Shaka's goal because that's the third goal. Because if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Gabriel Jesus positioning, the goalkeeper would have recovered the ball. He yeah. he, he, he he blundered, but you could see Jesus positioning. Mm is key and also the first the second goal he scored as well he was just at the back post looking for that ball to drop off and luckily for him boom he was there and we were two goals up <laughs> so it's 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 a deal that was worth it Edouan Ateta big up to those guys for getting Gabriel Jesus at mm. that price because he has won for EPL and we got him for like 35 mil million pounds yeah if I'm not mistaken mm -hmm. And our noisy neighbors got a striker that battled relegation last season with Everton for 60 million pounds. Like, what more like, can we say? Like, what more? No, great. Um, so, but then there were other standout uh, players, obviously. These two men, Bani Jaka and Gabriel Martinelli. Um, Victor, let me start with you. Let's talk about Jaka to be precise. You know, during preseason, we saw him moving up the field a lot. He took a very advanced position. He wasn't able to do the same against Palace, but then we saw him come into full light and show that he can play that left-sided position and that number eight very well. And then he got himself a goal after a near miss um, by the corner with the header. How would you rate Grand Xhaka's performance against Leicester? Okay, first I want to say um, kudos to Shaka, as in 
uh, it has actually been uh, a big one for us now, going for the fact that oh, we we get the fact that um, he actually fell out with the with the fans and all, but over time it's the it's the attitude mm. for me, the fact that he has come into I would like I would like to die English now. Yes, this growth, like that leadership growth that he has now, you can yeah. see that, and that is translating in the field, right? And he's even his game, his gameplay has even improved, right? His yeah. gameplay has improved. His tactical read of the game is not the normal guy. Like I was even speaking to a, a, a friend um, yesterday at the at the stage, uh, the viewing center. Mm. I was like, uh, Jack, if he does not get a yellow card or a red card in the match. Mm, it's not just like I explained. You can see now he has he has also improved mm. on the way he, he reads the game. It's not rushing into tackles. It's not um, committing anyhow, right? So it's 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 actually been used from from Jacka, and also we now get to even see him going to the boss, try to score goals for from the midfield. You know, uh, I think one thing that makes a great team is the fact that. Any, anybody can score goals. Look at the, the, the Man City teams, guys from the midfield, um, guys from the fall, even the defenders contributing goals. And now we can see Granizaka also making, uh, trying also to like pair goals in and also have the team. Uh, for, for me, it, it's been a good one for, for Arsenal. Um, maybe eight. Eight for me. Eight for me. We try. All right. And here's what about Gabriel Martinelli. Um, second game, second goal with his weak foot, and I think one thing mm. from him was um, hungry desire. And it seemed yeah. like Gabriel Jesus has offered him personally. I mean, not like Martinelli has never shown desire since he joined us now, it just mm. seems like it's been kicked up a notch. How would you rate his performance against that? Well, before I do that, I just wanted to add to what, um, 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 Victor just said concerning Shaka because I was just looking at Shaka's stats this season. You know, there's a, there's this there's this um, there's this thing Ateta and really big up to Ateta because Ateta had really made Shaka to to play the way he plays currently for the Arsenal team, going more mm. on attack mission rather than defending. And yeah. I feel we've seen the better side of of Granite Shaka. Looking at the stats here. Attack wise, compared to defensive wise, defensive he has his stacks at shut up tackles, tackle success hundred percent, interception two, clearances four, head headed clearances two, recoveries seven, duels one twelve, and um, area battles one five. But we could see that his his defensive prowess is still there. And he has added the attacking aspect into it. So looking at his attacking stats, one goal, which is scored against Leicester City. Leicester City goes with left foot, one. Shooting accuracy, 50%. Shots, two. Shots on target, one. Hit woodwork, one. Big chances cleared, or big chances missed, one. And we can see how he has added to Granite Shaka. And we've seen the best of him. Because we know he wasn't in the best of places with Arsenal fans two seasons ago. But ever since Ateta stepped in, Ateta saw him leaders in the dressing room and decided to work with him. And the rest is history. We've seen the yeah. better version of Brian Chaka. Yeah. Moving on to Martinelli, the past three games he has played, EPL games he has played in the Emirates, he has contributed to five goals, if I'm not mistaken, and he has scored three. I saw that start somewhere yesterday or today. So, Martinelli, you said the introduction of Gabriel Jesus into the team 
or the signing of Gabriel Jesus into the team has really helped Gabriel Martinelli come up to be a better player. Now we see a Gabriel Martinelli who adds more to our attack, but I feel I still have a bit of issue with the way he plays because his head is always down. There are some balls he could have released on mm. time, but just because of his positioning, I think the coaches or the managers will work on that. And if he can get that part of his Definitely. game, man, there was one interplay we had yesterday. Only if he had put his head up, Saka was free on that right free. side, but because his head was cupped down and he couldn't look on up the right to, side, yeah, and he couldn't look up to they just threw that pass and he has improved another player that has improved one of the positives we've had under Ateta's reign Gabriel Martinelli, Bukayo Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe and also we'll have to add Eddie Nketia into the mix so these are the young guns that are ready to take Arsenal mm-hmm. to the next level and I'm so sure with the addition we've added into our squad this season these young boys will not implode the way they imploded last season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great you know um one of the things you mentioned about Nelly is the fact that he always runs his head down i'll take you back to yeah. the home game against Manchester city do you remember that great run he had the ball from ramsdale he just kept running running and running um mm-hmm. after he i mean before he even took the shot truth be told um lacazette was in a good position to receive the ball but Martinelli was just running his head down. He reminds me of Sonic Hedgehog. Has so much yeah, yeah. Him. He doesn't really care about who is behind him. At the end of the day, you know what? If he scored that goal, it would have seemed like such a fantastic goal. But then we cannot just deny the fact that he runs with his head down. However, I think from preseason, even the few games we've seen, we've seen that he doesn't do it so... So at least there's a yeah. bit of improvement. But we hope that yeah. at the end of the season... You got out of it because it's just a natural instinct right uh, yeah i just mentioned sure. kyle saka and victor i'm coming to you right now throughout the whole of last season uh kyle saka's right wing was made a uh, place for us everyone knew that we would always start off our attacks on the right and then bukayo either cuts in takes a shot or opens up play for other players he was quiet yesterday um quiet throughout the game and then you know he was taking off late on his performance yesterday and do you feel that there was probably any good performance um yeah so about the uh, bukayo saka uh i think i think it's just a, 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 it's still a good one right one thing i'm actually happy about is um our play cannot be read now like just as how you said you said last season mm-hmm. everybody knows oh when we are playing us now just get the ball to Bukayo Saka. We attack from that side. But when you come right. into this season now, you see that both our wings are working. Then we have somebody up front trying to fight for us. So it's it's now you try mm. to okay, who are we going to mark? Are we going with Bukayo Saka? Are we going with Martinelli? Are we going to stay with um, this guy uh, Gabriel Jesus? So it, it, it's more, it's more or less um, having like different guys to attack for us. So for Bukayo Saka yesterday, um, I, I, I would not say it's it's um, he played up to standard because we have come to know him with a certain standard when he plays for us. So he did not play up to standard, to be fair. But it was still not bad to know that, okay, we can still play with, without him being on um, his normal, usual standard. 
So uh, for me, yeah. yesterday it's it, it's a try, it's a try. Um, a, a five, a five for me. <laughs> I just uh, right. a, a five. That's fair. <laughs> um, five for me. Well, and moving over fair. to one that's of fair our. Enough. Yeah, you know, moving over to another one of our new signings. Um, apart from Gabriel Jesus, this man Zinchenko. I think he showed so much passion in the game. Um, I remember seeing a clip of him where. Uh, two different clips. Um, the first one was when the referee overturned the penalty. I saw the way he was celebrating. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Um, yeah. I saw when, yeah, and, and I saw when we considered the first goal. I saw how angry he was. His reaction. Um, I mean, what would you say about Alexander Zichenko and his impact in the Arsenal team? Because I cannot deny the fact that I saw him occupy a whole lot of positions aside just really eleven. For me, I feel it adds it adds quality and it adds depth into our squad, and it gives us something that we've been lacking. You know, because the position which is currently playing from, which is the left fullback, Tierney doesn't give us that overload when attacking. There's something Zinchenko does. It gives us an overload while we're attacking in that midfield, in an inverted kind of playing from the left back, mm. inverting into the midfield, and giving us over front in attacking play and in attacking situation. Yeah. But the but I have is probably because you know it's still early, early, early times. You know the fitness level is not hundred mm. percent yet. I see it's not, he's not right. at that hundred percent level yet in terms of fitness, and possibly pace okay. in terms of pace. He's he doesn't have those legs. He's not as pacey as Tierney. So for me, like I mentioned last week when we were reviewing Crystal Palace, game against Crystal Palace. The current Arsenal squad gives us a potpourri of formation that we intend to use. That's Ateta. If Ateta decides to go, okay, for instance, mm-hmm. if we're playing a team like Tottenham, I'll use them as an example because they are neighbors. They have PC fullbacks, wing backs. Using Zinchenko there might be a bit of an issue because of the pace. He doesn't have the legs to burn. Using someone like Tierney. In that in, in that aspect, would cover for whatever pace wing backs of the opposition is bringing. Zinchenko now that now leaves the question that where would Zinchenko fit in? So does it take over Shaka, or does it start ahead of Shaka? But the quality is in there. We we saw how we dominated mm-hmm. Leicester City at the very beginning of the game because he gave them trouble. We could see how we were going from the left hand flank. We could see the interplay between Zinchenko, Shaka, and Martinelli. I think that was why we were not able to see more yeah. of Bukayo Saka yesterday in the game because <laughs> most of our games was now going from the left-hand side as compared to last season where all balls goes down yeah. the right-hand side. So Zinchenko is top quality yeah. for me. He's left to Ateta. I'm not the manager, but I would plead with Ateta if we're playing teams like Man City, teams like, um, teams like Spurs, teams like Chelsea that they have quick and fast wing backs it will be a full hardy to use zinchenko in that left full back position possibly you can give him space yeah. in that midfield to play i i don't mind and just leave him in that full back role so that he can run and you know defend well for us because if you saw that go against leicester city zinchenko was at the top of the midfield he forgot to track back and lovely, lovely yeah. weighted pass by Ian Acho to yeah, Madison, and the ball yeah. went through 
went through uh, Moses' name, Ramsell's name. He was, he was, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, you know, um, he's going to be very easy, uh, because yeah. I think we're just in the spirit, sincerely speaking. Because the last man you mentioned was Aaron Ramsdale, and I was coming to him. Mm. So, first, first of all, mm. Victor, I, w- I, would, I would say to you and Ahiz that I think the, the magic that Aaron Ramsdale brought with to us now is starting to wear off my eyes because I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to see him being caught suspecting positions and in certain areas. Judging, even judging from the game against Crystal Palace, right? I'm I'm not saying outrightly that I want him dropped from the team. I'm far away from saying that. But I'm saying that um, I feel like maybe he's not giving 110% like he used to last season. I'm maybe not concentrating as much as, as he should. You take a look at the game, uh, at the goal against uh, he considered against James Madison. Um, full credit to Jameson, no disrespect, it was a great goal. He knew what he was doing. He knew he wanted to play through the legs. But even from Ramsdale of last season, our shot-stopping goalkeeper who went 10 games, keeping a clean sheet, 10 games without conceding a goal, and helped us to go 10 games unbeaten, why has he been caught in, um, I say, compromising position? Another thing I'll add to that before Victor speaks is the fact that William Saliba considered an own goal. If you ask me, Ramsdale could have communicated better to um, Saliba. And I think Ramsdale was caught in two minds. He didn't make a decision as soon as possible because Ramsdale had a better view compared to Saliba. Saliba being the defender, he's about no errors. He doesn't want any glitch. So if Ramsdale saw that he could get the ball, he could have it and let him come forward and get the ball like this. Ramsdale was caught in two minds. Obviously, Saliba didn't hear anything from him. He wanted to keep the ball... And because Ramsdale came out, you know, the ball went into the back of the net. If Ramsdale had stayed in his position, he would have caught that ball. Victor, what do you think about this? Um, to be fair, I don't think I don't think yesterday was a very good game for Ramsdale by standard, right? Um for me, I I think maybe he has gotten too comfortable. Maybe he has gotten too comfortable. Mm. Because last season he produced some and uh, well we held him. I, I for one held him because I was seeing some of his highlights and mm, I gave him kudos. But this season, yesterday's match, nah, 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 it was just not it for me. Right? It was not even let's even leave the fact um the the goal, the, the own goal by Saliba on I think on two occasions in the first half, the same the, the same mistake occurred. Like him rushing out of his um, goalposts without proper communication with the defenders, right? And I think that was what mm. even showed in the second half. It, it, it really showed. I didn't. He, he had clear mm. view, like you said. He had clear view of, of the ball coming in, and he should have communicated better with Saliba. I believe Saliba would have helped him. Um, I believe if he had communicated better with Saliba, there would have been a, a, a way to like. Um, actually curtailed that um, that that particular goal. And if you look at the second the sec- the second goal by um, Jace Madison, all kudos to him, like I said. Uh, but that was very poor goalkeeping. That was very poor goalkeeping. You should have you should you should have known. Uh, to an extent, you should have known. I, I I believe that ball you should have caught it. When I when I saw uh, on on the replay when I because I didn't see the first the 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 main goal. So on the replay when I actually saw it on the replay, it was so cheap. It was so cheap. 
said it was very poor for Ramsey yesterday. Uh, I, I, even I'm even annoyed. Why I'm even annoyed is because of the fact that I played him in my FPL and he, he gave me just nothing. <laughs> 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 I know, no, 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 it was for William Saliba was in my defense, and I, I obviously he scored an own goal. That was a minus for uh, last week minus, for me. Yeah. Um, Salisu, Mustafa Salisu was in my FPL as well. He also played an own goal. So right now, in every FPL that I'm in, I'm at the bottom of the table. I've considered two own goals. In two no! <laughs> so, um, sticking with defenders, you know, we've been talking about Saliba. I would, let's talk about um, Wesley for fun now. Current, briefly for like minutes, he's, I know he's being chased by Chelsea, but it seemed to be like Gabriel Martinelli humbled this guy. Start of the game, it seemed Fana was up for a fight, and then Martinelli kept going at him, going at him, going at him. How would you rate his performance in two minutes? Was he good enough for you? Do you think you could have done better, or were we just too well, good enough? No, I, I think I think Martinelli was just too good enough. I know anybody hearing this will say yes. Why wouldn't you say that? Because he's a Arsenal fan. For Fana, he's a quality defender at his age, young. I think him and Saliba started white from the same club, then Correct. France. Before he came down to to the Prem, and Saliba too was also bought by Arsenal and loaned back to the French league. He's a quality defender. I'm not going to take anything out of it. On Twitter again, I saw it. Someone tweeted and said Gabriel Martinelli just reduced the market value of Fofana. Because, I, I saw that too. <laughs> because Gabriel Martinelli just put he put him on a toast, and you know Gabriel Gabriel mm. Martinelli has his fast foot. He has his fast foot. You don't know. Where he wants to go, and the way he shimmies, either shimmies yeah. to the left or shimmies to the right to deceive yeah. the defender. And you know, for Fana, a quality, quality defender. Chelsea, whatever you mm. saw yesterday, shouldn't make you stop in signing him. But Martinelli was just too good for him. <laughs> Martinelli owned him, like yeah. he was yeah. owned. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw that. The the there was a banter picture on on, on Twitter. Um, I think it was this GTA where you had uh, Martinelli holding the dog and who found out the face of the dog. Yeah, I, I saw, saw that. that. I, I saw that. <laughs> it was crazy. I saw that. <laughs> you know, one of the best parts about football has to be the banter, and fans are so creative when it comes to the content of banter. So it's very important when when you're supporting a certain club, if you're fresh out this football, club, you're looking for a club to support. Mm-hmm. Try and find a club clear of banter, <laughs> but the banter is fun at the end of the day. Yeah. The end. Because trust me, as Arsenal fans, we've been, you know, we've been at the receiving end, man. We've been at for long, for long. Just to chip in, I saw another one on Twitter today, and the person was asking DJ Copy, how will she be feeling <laughs> at this moment? Because <laughs> she left Arsenal after <laughs> claiming Arsenal for Man United. <laughs> And just imagine she's in a dark street right now. I just feel, she, I feel she so much. Definitely she definitely needs a dog right now. She, she needs a dog. No, we don't need her. We're fine. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Before Ehi shared that with us, I was going to say that, you know, being an asshole over the years, I've actually come to entertain the banter. Sometimes I find it funny, even when it's being thrown at, to be honest. You need mm-hmm. thick skin to support Arsenal Football yeah. Club, you know. I'll just leave yeah, it at yeah. that. But then let's look forward to next week's game against Bournemouth. Um, so far, so good. Um, Bournemouth drew their game yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. No, they got beat. No. Last no. beat by Man City. They were, they were, they were, they were, they were 4-0. Oh, 
thank you for a 4-0 against um, Manchester City. But then in the opening weekend of the Premier League, they gave us a, a defeat to Aston Villa. Yeah, so true. one win, one defeat. We can say that um, Bon Manchester City properly with a baptism of fire. But what do you think we should expect um, against Scott Powell actually going to face them away? It's not I think okay. Uh, okay. So um, on the game against um, Bonamot uh, next week, I, it should be a good one. It should be a good one. I, I feel uh, for the third match of um, the season, uh, Arsenal will be coming out. Like I, I, we are more attacking minded, attack minded now. So it's, it should be a, it should be full of goals. I definitely am predicting like a four zero. Uh, call me biased. Oh, yeah. I'm predicting 4-0. I'm coming biased. 4-0. That is that is huge. I'm that just I'm just in I'm 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 in a I'm in a zone. I'm 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 zoning with Arsenal right now, and I, I just mm. I just have a feeling 4-0 for that match. Uh, hey, see for me, I like to, I like I like to take I like to look at antecedents before I delve into making um prediction or analysis like this because yeah. when scott parker was was before him i think the first season for ateta we could say yes he was trying to learn on the ropes we saw what for they were battling relegation at that time they came to the emirates and they drew 2-2 i guess it took us scoring a late winner for us mm. to get a point because then we were also battling for champions league qualification I think that was what led to um, Ateta yeah. finishing eighth that season, because in the run of those games mm. we lost, we, we we lost points. Fulham was one yeah. at the Emirates because then it was played behind closed doors because of the coronavirus and pandemic um, issue that happened. Mm. And then there was no fans, but you could see how Scott Parker, you know, managed the side. He took, he came to the Emirates. He had a plan. His plan was well drilled to the players. And he took advantage. I think they led us for uh, um, they led us for a high number of minutes in that game before we we, we drew that game two two. And also we saw what they did to Aston Villa. They came out all attacking on the first day of the EPL, the first game of the EPL. They came all attacking, energy. They had everything. And I feel for Arsenal, we should just relax. We should not let these two victories that have come in to just take over. Uh, our judgment, our sense of reasoning and sense of judgment with all due respect because I feel there are still there are still some gaps, there are still some works that needs to be done Ateta needs mm. to bridge up that communication gap between um, between Saliba and Ramsdale because Saliba wasn't in the defence last season so I think um, Ramsdale is more is comfortable with Ben White and Gabriel. Now, bringing Saliba into the mix, they need to shore that place up immediately so that every details, every communication that happens between Saliba and Ramsdale is in real time. There is a sync. Possibly should Saliba begin to, you know, learn all the phonics or the the, 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 the British accent so that when he speaks or probably sign, that communication needs to be beefed up because we, do, we wouldn't want to go to away grounds and we saw, see what happened yesterday happen on away grounds. Yeah. If that has happened, if that happened 
at the King Power Stadium. That will give him petals to mm. fans. And you know what the fans do in the EPL? They serve as the 12th man. That will give them more energy mm. to go into what they need to do. But against Bournemouth, if we played the way we played against Crystal Palace, dominating from the very first minute and taking our chances, take our chances, make them count, stifle the atmosphere, mm. don't give the fans that extra energy to come into that game we're going to that game first 15 minutes were two goals up i'm happy but if it if the game goes into 30 minutes 40 minutes we're still one nil up you are giving the opponent a chance i believe if everything happens if everything falls into plan with no shit housery from any of the epl referees like we saw what happened today between Tottenham and mm. Chelsea and Tottenham. We saw two yeah. glaring fouls and they just decided to, you know, yeah. act as if nothing happened. Mm. If everything comes into play for us, I think we should pick three points. At this stage of the season, three points is what is needed. Even if it's a goal difference, even if it's 2-1, 3-2, 4-3, I don't mind. Three points is what is important. But I'm picking a win. I don't know what the goal tally will be, but three points for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, like so I'm a, I'm going for zero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you we'll have a chat about this next week. Don't worry. Definitely. So, um, to round up the episode, you said we're expecting a win. Both of you, you and Enz have agreed that we're expecting a against one month. But then we've got two more fixtures in the month of August. We've got Fulham, then we've got Aston Villa to round it up. Do you see us taking six points? from those remaining two games and calling it a clean slate in August. <sighs> okay. Um, um, thank you. Um, let me just give like a fair, a fair prediction for the game against Fulham. Definitely three points. Mm, for the game Under against heavy. Aston Villa. <laughs> forget, forget. We are we mind, it. both games are the Emirates actually. The both games against we, um Fulham and Villa are the Emirates. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I definitely see a, a six point. I definitely see a six point. With the way we are playing right now, um just as a yeah uh rightly said, if we can chalk up one or two teams with um our gameplay, um communication between our defenders, communication with the defender the uh, the keeper. It should it should be a, a walk in the park. I, I I do feel so. I do feel so. Right now, I, I I just feel there's this sense of belief in this particular team. They believe strongly about this season, about the team, about what they what they can do this season. So, um, with the fact that we have won this too much, a win against Fulham will give us even more belief for a win against Aston Villa. So I, I believe the match against Bournemouth will just be like um. Uh, 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 a, 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 what's the English word now? The match against Bonamar will be very important. Against... It was, it was in the park. And I, I was, do I, I said 4 0, but that's not what I was intending to do. <laughs> I mean, truly in the park, <laughs> not even a walk. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, um, the match against Bonamar, a win against Bonamar will give us, um, belief, right, for the match against Poam um, mm. and that. So, one, um, it's step by step, step by step, uh, uh, our confidence level will continue to build like that, like that, even to the match against Manchester United, which I also let, let's they just leave the match against Manchester United. But I, <laughs> exactly. I, I do I do believe six points is possible, very, very possible for, for 
for the match against Boam and uh, Master Villa. Six months very possible. All right, look. Arsenal fans out there is great times for us. It's exciting to be an Arsenal fan at this point in time. Keep the beliefs up, keep the hopes high, and hopefully every time we have this fan for that episode, you see the smiles on the three of us. Um, a big shout out to Akin. He's not feeling well. Hopefully he's back stronger and he'll be on the next episode of the Arsenal Fan Corner on Tutti Week Podcast. Smash the like button on this um, episode. And most importantly, um, this episode is available on all listening platforms or spotify apple podcast and google podcast as well please subscribe to our youtube channel um rate us as well and follow us on every social media platform his and victor thank you so much for joining me on today's episode thank, thank you, you very sir. much for having me i'm really yeah, glad to be here <laughs> yeah. all right guys peace, peace out I've ended